0: The Earth Wants You is a project of the Church of Stop Shopping, a radical performance community based in New York City. We rely on you. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. If you want to support our work, and what is our work? We resist consumerism. We resist the military. We resist the commodification of the earth and her resources. Eartheluia, people, join us. Revbilly.com
1: Welcome, children, to The Earth Wants You. Here are your hosts, Savitri D, and Reverend Billy, and this is a project of the Church of Stop
0: Shopping. Today's show, we've got the Pygmy Owl,
1: and we've got Johnny Cash singing to us,
0: the Stop Shopping Choir, and the longest Prime Number ever recorded.
1: What? And an interview with Sara Gazzalo from the New Sanctuary Coalition here in New York City. And we have Love at the Gate. Love at the Gate from the Stop Shopping Choir. We'll have that in this coming hour. We have Love at the Gate because this is the time of resistance to immigration abuse right now in our city. One of the Stop Shopping singers, Ravi Ragbir, uh, was detained and still is in jail at this very moment. Ravi, hello. Uh, We... We were out there at the New York City Federal Building, the Jacob Javits Center, down near the uh, downtown, near the Supreme Court of New York State, with seven, 800 people perhaps, uh, surrounding the Federal Building as Ravi went up for his check-in. And then they seized him.
0: They seized him, and they took him away in an ambulance. And many of us tried to stop that ambulance on good word that he was fine, that he had fainted and was totally recovered. Um, and it was an opportunity to uh, do more than a symbolic act. It was an opportunity to, s- to stop the deportation. So let's just listen for a minute to the sounds From yesterday's of yesterday's action.
1: Resistance.
2: All to love and to take care of each other so that we can build a society of love, peace, and justice. In this country founded on principles of liberty and justice, millions of our brothers and sisters live
3: under
1: unfair laws. is being detained.
0: Please follow the Jericho Walk leaders and await further news.
3: Shout! Let's shout! We oh shout! shout! Yeah. Yeah. And this is bigger than Robbie. This is about immigrant rights. When I say immigrant rights, I want you to say human rights, immigrant rights. Human rights. Human rights. Immigrant rights. Human rights. I'm pissed the hell off right now because Sheen and Robbie, they are high cases. You know why? Because they speaking about the unjust immigrant laws. I'm an immigrant myself. My father is from Jamaica. So immigrant blood runs through our veins. When I read the paper and I see that ICE are torn in 7-Eleven, people that's working to support their children, that pisses me the hell off. Because the same way we deserve a right to live, they deserve a right to live. And in my heart, I know that ICE was going to do this today. Because they figure if they take out the two loud voices, which is Robbie and jean Montreville, that they're going to kill a movement. But we got to let them know the devil is alive. And well, while Robbie is still here in the city, we got to tear up the street. But we're going to tear it up in a peaceful manner. We're not gonna allow this to happen. My son is 14 years old. Brooklyn Tech's through it. His father paid and said, my son is gonna get to Brooklyn Tech and that's where he is. You know what he spent his Sunday doing? He was supposed to be playing video games on his Sunday or watching TV, but he's sitting here advocating for his father's right. I can imagine how Andy feels in that damn building today.
1: Oh, Savage, you can just feel the breaking up of that family. Jean Montreville uh, and uh, his wife there talking about their family. Gene, also a leader of the New Sanctuary Coalition here in New York City with Ravi Ragbir, The, the uh, Juan Carlos, another leader in that group, is also in jail. I mean, they're targeting people who are leaders of immigrant protection in a sanctuary. They, they've arranged... Dozens of synagogues and churches to take families that are under threat uh, they're all all those activists are being uh, targeted by ice the immigration correction enforcement um, Federal police at this point that's clear.
0: We know there's an escalation nationwide Uh, you heard uh, the woman speaking about the raids on 7-elevens uh, we know the raids are incre- Here in New York, they don't do the work of raiding. They just take the low-hanging fruit. They take people from check-ins. They take people out of courtrooms. They go to hospitals. So it, it's clear that all of our immigrant brothers and sisters are in danger now, and it's up to us citizens to uh, get in the way of that.
1: And what's the difference between an immigrant and a citizen? A piece of I mean, paper. That's... that's- a piece of paper. That's a technicality. But that's a border that has been... That's a Trumpian wall now, the, the, the separation. And, and that uh, com- uh, commodities flow across that border and technotoxicity flows, uh, money flow- flows across at the speed of light. But human beings are trapped, trapped in these these nation states or these classist, racist, sexist little pockets of of well, open-air concentration camps. Mm. Uh, uh, this shift, this neoliberal violence against the flow of life across continents and ecosystems, uh, this shift has got to be stopped. We have to have the language now and the fortitude, the bravery. Uh, lots of uh, the folks in our uh, little action group, uh, the Stuff Shop choir where um, I think, Five of us went to jail yesterday. I think we're all out of prison now.
0: Yeah, and I think many more of us are quite bruised up from our
1: uh, pulled <clears> muscles and
0: football game with the NYPD who were quite rough um, as we tried, again, to stop that ambulance with Ravi in the back of it. Uh, we saw his hand in the window at one point, um, and we were shouting his name, and we think he could hear us in there. We know he could, but I think it's time now for the citizens of this country to to take some responsibility for this. We all, we have to do this together. You know, it can't be 200 people here, 300 people there. It's gotta be 2000 people. It's gotta be 2 million people.
1: You think we could have broken through those, those police and, and I had a, I had a fantasy that I flew into the air, like, like crouching tiger. You know, like, like (laughs) you had that fantasy, but I I actually did fly into the air (laughs) multiple times. (laughs) I landed on the top of the ambulance and thrust my hand through the roof of the ambulance and took Ravi out and we flew off together.
0: Well, I, I don't know that we can do that. I mean, the police are armed. And of course, they're all gigantic men. And um, but I do believe that if we had huge numbers in the street, that it would be harder and harder for them to detain people. I mean, the, the problem for activists like us is that, you know, we know Ravi, we've worked with Ravi for almost 10 years now. Um, and he's a leader and an ally and a close personal friend. But of course, these, these detentions and deportations are are happening every single day. So should we be down there right now? I think we should. I think we should. And this is the organizing problem we all face. We like,
1: have to break up our middle class schedules. Right. In New York City, we have every 15 minutes Killian, uh, uh, engineer figure over here. I know that you're a heavily scheduled New York professional. But these aren't just middle class problems. Have very little free time.
0: <laughs> this is working class problems, right? Like it, it, it's not just our middle class schedules. It's it's all the schedules. It's it's the working class schedule. It's the artist schedule. It's the, it's the mother exhausting. and father schedule. It's
1: it, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's We're just, all
0: under pressure, right?
1: You, you really to to have a revolution, you have to say, well, I'm going to spend the time to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to risk. I'm going to risk my physical health to do it. I'm I'm going to risk my psychological health to do it. I'm I'm going to change relationships around me with children, with siblings, with 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 um, professional colleagues. Um, there's a there's an agreement with yourself to to move. That's why they call yeah. it a movement. In That's it. right.
0: Welcome to The Earth Wants You. Uh, we're here with Sarah Gazalo, an organizer with the New Sanctuary Coalition. Uh, we've been talking a lot today about the New Sa- Sanctuary Coalition and the situation uh, Ravi Ragbir, longtime immigrant activist and leader in New York City, uh, finds himself in.
4: So Sarah...
0: Hello, Sarah. Oh, hi, Welcome guys. to Welcome. The Earth Wants you. you.
4: Hi. Thank you for having me. It's always such a pleasure to speak to you guys.
1: The Earth Wants You, Sarah.
0: Sarah, we always <laughs> ask um, our guests uh, what their favorite place on Earth is, just to describe it for a, a few seconds or a minute or so, your favorite place on mm-hmm. Earth.
4: Right now, my favorite place on Earth is Judson Memorial Church. The office I share with Ravi Ragbier that has become a home to me, and where I find all my strength to keep struggling against all odds. I would say that's my favorite place oh, right Sarah, now. Oh, Sarah,
1: that's that's so moving. We miss Ravi, and he's so present um, he since, is,
4: he was, yes. since he was
1: since he was detained at his check-in interview at the federal building in downtown New York Mm -hmm. taken by the by the feds um Mm -hmm. can you describe what you know about about what happened on that uh during the interview
4: yeah yeah so um Ravi had his um routine check-in we had suspicions that he was going to be detained because The Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency has been targeting leaders all over the country, including one of the co-founders of the New Sanctuary Coalition, G. Montreville, who is on his way back to Haiti today. And so we had a feeling that Ravi would be detained during this check-in, but even with this information, Ravi never cowered. Ravi never thought twice about not showing up to his check-in, and he went in and indeed was detained by ICE and was moved immediately to a detention center in Miami, away from his community, away from his family, away from his legal team. And we believe um, they did this because they want to deport him as fast as possible.
1: I understand that he lost consciousness uh... During the interview? Yes.
4: Yes. Um, He was told to go to the 10th floor, which is not where usually people check in with ICE. And uh, the officer in charge of his case, apparently, I wasn't there, unfortunately, but he was verbally abusive against uh, Ravi. And so at some point, Ravi just said he was about to block out, and he did for a few seconds which is why then he um, was taken out in an ambulance from Twenty Six Federal Plaza.
0: Sarah, I know these are hard times um, for Ravi's family and his colleagues, people who are very close to him, um, but I know mm-hmm. you're the first to always remind everyone that there are many people um, facing similar action by the feds every single yes. day. So maybe you could tell mm-hmm. our listeners a little bit about what you're doing,
4: I'm
0: sorry, at the New Sanctuary Coalition for all those other people.
4: Thank you. Um, The New Sanctuary Coalition, first, let me say we unapologetically and publicly stand against all detentions and deportations. Um, We believe no one should be deported. We have several programs people can get involved in. We have an immigration clinic every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. at NYU Law School where we help friends, which is the term we use for our immigrant community with their legal paperwork. Uh, We have an accompaniment program where U.S. citizens are paired up with immigrants who have to go to court or to ICE check-ins by themselves because unfortunately um, they don't have the right to to an appointed attorney. You only get an attorney. You can pay for one if you're an immigrant. Mm. And so we have community meetings. We have programs that everyone can get involved in. And I would like to say at this point, I believe that we, if you are not involved in the struggle, you are complicit in the actions of this administration. Oh, Earth
1: ya Yes.
4: Yes. We can't be um, neutral our website, right now. We cannot. No. We cannot. And our website is newsanctuarynyc.org. You can find all our information there. Get involved. Get involved in your communities. Meet your friends. Meet your uh, immigrant community, and be a create body systems with them. Protect them. Stand shoulder to shoulder with them. They need it. We all need it.
0: Can we talk a little bit about the signals that we have to send as citizens and allies of of friends, as you call them? Um, how we send signals to them, to people in the immigrant community, that we are uh, willing to work for them, to help them, to fight for them. Um, I know there's a lot of ways we can do that um, without endangering people. Um, So what are some of the ways we can send that signal?
4: Yeah, so, you know, send everyone to Judson Memorial Church. Um, that's a sanctuary space, even though this administration doesn't seem to have a lot of respect for what have historically been um, sanctuary spaces. Honestly, Elisa Vitry, at this point, I feel like we need to make the connection person to person and accompany our friends to meetings, accompany our friends to their hearings, accompany our friends to the doctor. We need to create that person to person bond mm, Amen and... Um, again, send them to our website, send them to our Facebook, um, give them my phone number, Savitri and, and Reverend Billy, you have it. Um, we have postcards that we can pass along. One of the things I've wanted to do is have people pass these postcards around 26 Federal Plaza where people are going to check in and are going for their hearings so they see what services can be available to them. Um this podcast, things like this, all of these things help.
0: Right. I know we're here in New York City um, where these issues are more visible. Um, Across Mm -hmm. the country, we have a lot of listeners who are in places where immigrants are much more um, concealed, shall we say. I don't know how to describe it. Um,
1: Are there Judson Memorial kinds of centers in other cities?
4: Yeah there's sanctuary spaces in other cities and I think people can find them online find your and actually as an immigrant you should go to the church where you go to and demand that it becomes a sanctuary mm, space mm. Um, but there are other spaces that are already sanctuaries, and most sanctuary spaces are public. Go to those spaces, um, help get involved with the community. And, uh, if you have family or friends, ask them to start a sanctuary space in their, um, in their churches, in their houses of worship. Um, we are, I believe, I don't know what else to say, but I, it feels like we're at war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we need to respond with kindness, with love, and with light to this oppression and this oh. intimidation. And I think that the only way to do that and the only way to do it successfully is by building community.
0: Mm-hmm. Sarah, what would you say to the many um, people out there who are, um, who themselves have been, uh, let's say hurt by churches and by, um, you know, the systems that Christianity has in place, you know. Um, can yeah. you just talk a little bit about how activists can come in without, or reassure them, I guess, that, that the, 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 the church as sanctuary is not explicitly Christian in this context and that um, they too will right. be safe in that setting.
4: Yeah. I mean, you can create your home as a sanctuary. And what that means is that you're going to keep anyone who goes in there. And and right now, I'm not even just speaking about immigrants. I mean, our LGBTQ community. Mm. I mean, people of color community. I mean, women. I mean, all of the groups that are under attack, and that you can create a safe space in your uh, schools, you can create a safe space in your homes, you can create a safe space in your community spaces. It doesn't have to go through religion. The religion, if they truly are Christian, need to really look deep and see what Christianity is all about, supposedly. Mm -hmm. And But I believe that you can create spaces all over. You can create spaces in theaters. You guys do that every time you perform. I've never felt safer than when I see you guys singing. You can do theaters. You can do all kinds of spaces can become sanctuary spaces, and we need that right now.
1: Although you remember that time that uh, you and, and Robbie yes. and uh, 20, yeah, 22 we, you invited of your— us. Of your friends came and uh, uh, submitted to our mm-hmm. fabulous sainthood and came up on stage and and we sang to you. Uh, that was yeah. that was a delicate. Um, I think in the in the I think what Ravi said was that and and what you said was that in this present uh, environment of people being snatched from hospitals and courtroom mm-hmm. courtroom hallways and on the sidewalks in front of their Homes while they're walking their children, you know, and so forth. That that um, uh, bringing people to a even, you know, the public theater is the oldest theater and the biggest theater. It's uh, it it looks like the uh, a very established big stone um, institution. You you're supposed to feel safe in such a place, uh, but mm-hmm. but you were um, careful to um, yeah. Bring them personally to. Mm-hmm. In fact, you walked from Judson to mm-hmm. the public uh, about a distance of uh, five or six blocks. Um, yeah, and it and it turned I out to be glorious.
4: That, yeah, it was is one I think of that moment with fondness when I need it when I need a little bit of light to guide me um, and. So, yeah, what happens is once you've established a space where people do feel safe, like Judson Memorial Church, then people will go there no matter what. And so it it requires work for people to trust that that space you have created is actually a safe space. And we did. We we find that we, when we try to send our friends to other spaces, we lose a lot of them. But when we ask them to come to Jetson, they all come. Uh-huh. And that's because they understand and they feel that uh-huh. Jetson is a safe space. And so it does require work, but it is possible. All you need is to keep calling them in and calling them in and calling them in. And then once you create that community with them, they will regard that space as a sanctuary space and will show up. Our friends are incredibly courageous. It's not that they're no. not afraid. They are afraid. But they're also courageous. But they need to know that their backs are protected, yes. that there's a community there that has their back. And once they understand that, they show up. And they show up. They're the first ones to show up.
1: Well, the way you're talking about safe places, how places are, are invested with heart, and concern, and and the frequency of being there together, sharing meals and prayers. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, when 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 you talk that way, it it makes me wonder if the people who don't uh, enter into keeping their neighbors safe, but uh, stay stay away, uh, that they maybe don't trust that they have a safe place inside their souls. They, they, may, oh, yeah. they may think that the police see all the way through them mm-hmm. into the nooks and crannies mm-hmm. of their private places. And uh, we have to believe that our hearts are yes. our own, that we are protected by who we are. We're protected by mm-hmm. the love we feel for the people around us.
0: But also the obligation. Exactly. And I want to return to what you said about um, being complicit now if you're not helping in some way. And I think as citizens, you know, um, or even as partial citizens, like some of us are with more safety than others, you know, um, that that we have an obligation to use this, the privilege of our citizenship, because, you know, we're just born with that. We all know that, right? We know that we're just born with that amazing American citizenship. And if we're not using it now, what, what are we doing and what, and, and. And how how can we claim our citizenship if we're not using it in that particular way? Exactly. I mean, I feel like exactly. it's hard for people who don't um, have a lot of exposure to to immigrants in a deep way or have friendships. I mean, I know human nature requires some. Um, personal involvement, right? We know that. Like, it's very mm-hmm. hard for people to engage in an abstract way, to really engage, you know, mm-hmm. to give their time mm-hmm. to an abstract concept. But the thing is, that's such an illusion in this country. We we all know immigrants in this country. You can't live in this country and not know immigrants. If you don't, we're all immigrants. That right. means that means that you're not looking up. That means that you're not making right. eye contact. Mm. That means you're not paying attention right. to who's around you because this country has so many immigrants and is so all to say. Yeah.
4: I yeah. And let me just do it. Tree, let me tell you that uh Thursday, January 11th was one of the most devastating days for me when I got that text message on my phone saying uh, he's been detained and I looked at the hundreds of people walking around 26 Federal Plaza and I thought I have to organize everyone now and I felt despair but that 20 minutes later when I saw you getting pushed by the NYPD when I saw Reverend Billy screaming when I saw all of you putting your bodies in front of that ambulance I immediately regained my strength. Oh, and I just want to thank you. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because you gave me the strength that day to not just scramble and fall on the ground, which is what I wanted to do, but to say, all right, what are the next steps? How are we going to get Ravi back?
3: Sarah, thank you so much. I would
0: do the same again today and I would do it for you know, so many people. I think we... We um, all have to discover in ourselves, you know, where the struggle is, where it takes place physically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's yeah. hard in the in the current situation is, is many people want to engage, they want to help, and they just don't know how. And because capitalism has us all so busy, people working two or three I know. jobs, and they don't have time to yeah. go help and to say things We're they
4: exhausted. don't need. Yeah,
0: and they also don't know in advance that what you gain from it like what you gain from being in community with people is so I much know. more than you get from anything else. Like it's so much more than you get yes. from socializing. It's so much more than you get from going out and having a good time or going to shows or all those things are great, but nothing like mm-hmm. the nourishment that each of us get from helping others. Yes. So,
1: yes. Sarah, I agree. Can I, ask 100%. You, can I ask you, we have to wrap it up now. Can I ask you where Ravi yes. is right now? Um, So, Rabbi
4: is being held at the Chrome Detention Center in Miami. There is a hearing today. And his legal team is trying to convince the judge that he orders that he is sent back to New York where his family and community are. So we will know if that is successful tonight. I'm not actually sure of the time, but I will definitely let you guys know. And so the first step is to bring Ravi back to New York and then get him out of detention.
1: We pray for Ravi's return. We, We extend our love to Amy. And his, his family, his friends, his loved ones. Um, Ravi, if somehow this reaches you, uh, Sarah and Savitri and Billy talking here, we love you. Thank you for your strength. We're with you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah.
4: Amen. Thank Hi, you.
1: Bye now.
2: The problem is, they're terrified. They're scared. They don't know where to go to find a safe space.
3: I hurt
4: myself today. To see if I still feel.
2: I stood in the court and I watched a five-year-old being deported. And I was I have been I've been I spent two years in immigration detention. I know I've lived this. But when I saw this, I was I was just up, up flabbergasted. I was so shocked. Then I called my wife and she said, yes, we know she's an immigration lawyer. We represent two-year-olds.
4: Two-year-olds.
2: So I need us to take stock here. I need us to look around, look around here and say to each other, how can we allow this to happen in this country? the land of the free, the land of the brave. When well, people come here, they are brave to come here because they are facing unsurmountable odds and they are the ones we shall be welcoming. When you hear someone talking about this law or the law, stop them. Unless they are racist, they should be fighting together to end this law.
3: I wear this crown of thorns upon my liar's chair Full of broken thoughts
4: I cannot repair Beneath the stains of time
2: But no matter what, we are going to be ready. I am going to be ready and I'm not going to sit back quietly and just let them take me away. I'm going to stand up I'm going to fight. I'm going to speak about
3: it I am going to
2: invite you all
4: to join me What have I become? My sweet... By
3: now, friend. most, if not all of you know that we believe that Robbie has been detained. There is still a bit of hope, so we are going to keep that hope alive right here. Right inside with Robbie is his wife Amy, his lawyer Alina, Reverend Dr. Donna Scapper, and Reverend Kaji Dosha, and they are keeping hope alive inside this building. So for this first moment, we're going to turn back toward this building. And I want you to lift up your right hand, and I want you, on the count of three, to say, I stand with Ravi. One, two, three. I stand with Ravi. I stand with Ravi. I stand with Ravi.
2: The
0: Earth wants you. Let's go to the news.
1: It's time now for the news from the natural world with Savitri D.
0: Welcome to News from the Natural World. New research reveals that several species, including the northern spotted owl, are succumbing to rat poison from thousands of unpermitted private marijuana grow sites in the northwestern California counties of Humboldt, Mendocino, and Del Norte. It's the contamination of the owl's primary food source, mice and rats, which, like humans, are attracted to the aromatic crop that has been the owl's undoing. Scientists from the University of California have detected traces of anticoagulant rodenticide in seven of the 10 northern spotted owl carcasses they collected. Modest levels of pollution found in many English rivers are having a devastating impact on mayflies, killing about 80% of all eggs. Clouds of emerging mayflies were once a regular sight on English summer evenings, and they are a key part of the food chain that supports fish, bird, and mammals. The finding that even pollution well below guidelines can cause serious harm adds to concerns about plummeting insect numbers. In October, a study found that the abundance of flying insects has plunged by 75% in 25 years prompting warnings that the world is on course for ecological Armageddon with profound impacts on human society. Conservative British Prime Minister Theresa May said on Thursday she would eradicate avoidable plastic waste by 2042, part of a national plan of action she hopes will show that her government is about more than just Brexit. More than a dozen people are missing around Montecito, California in the aftermath of mudslides that killed 17 people and destroyed 100 homes. Between 1950 and 2000, 80% of major armed conflicts took place in biodiversity hotspots where animal life is at its richest and most diverse. That is because the same factors that cause peril for wildlife, climate change, the harvesting of natural resources, and fast-growing human populations, can also heighten tensions between people. And so, when people declare war on each other, they inadvertently declare war on the natural world. 65 years' worth of data on the abundance of large mammals across all of Africa reveals That animal populations were stable during peacetime, but almost always fell during periods of war. And in explaining declines in wildlife, nothing mattered more than war. Not human population density, the presence of towns or cities, protected reserves, or droughts. Nothing matters more than war. New York City is suing five of the largest oil companies over the billions of dollars it spends protecting the city from the effects of climate change, and it plans to divest its pension funds' $5 billion in assets involving fossil fuel production.
1: versa Big breakthrough here.
0: (sighs) Like many reptiles, the sex of a turtle is determined by how warm the egg is as it's being incubated, and small temperature differences can cause dramatic changes in male-to-female ratios. Warming temperatures are having a profound and potentially devastating impact on one of the most important green sea turtle populations in the world. Scientists were surprised to find that virtually no male turtles are being hatched in a key breeding ground in the northern Great Barrier Reef. Within a few degrees Celsius, you go from 100% males to 100% females. Energy producers planning to ship oil and coal out of northwest ports have suffered a major setback, the latest in a string of defeats. The lease for a big proposed oil-by-rail marine terminal along the Columbia River runs out on March 31st, and it will not be renewed unless the project has all needed licenses and permits. The action, following... A contentious election in November is a possible death knell for the Vancouver Energy Project after more than four years of controversy. The commissioner's vote was unanimous. Lots of activism going on out there to stop those ports. Amen. The Democratic Republic of Congo is racing to contain a cholera outbreak that has swept through villages ravaged by conflict and is now spreading quickly in the overcrowded capital. 650,000 Rohingya refugees were forced from Myanmar to bordering Bangladesh in a matter of weeks in late 2017, creating, creating an environmental crisis in the sensitive border region. Refugees pitched camp wherever they found space and turned to the local forest for everything from shelter to fuel. Satellite images show a clear difference in forest cover between October 2016 and November 2017. It looks similar to the aftermath of clear cutting. In the East China Sea, an oil tanker burns for the third day as winds, high waves, um, lash rescuers, strong winds, high waves, toxic gases are hindering dozens of rescue boats struggling to locate missing sailors and to ex- extinguish a fire that has burned for the past three days on the ship. I encourage you to look at pictures of that boat burning. It's dr- very dramatic. The poor conditions, which with rain and waves as high as three meters, frustrated efforts to tame the fire and search for remaining tanker crew members. The flames were forcing the South Korean Coast Guard search and rescue teams to stay as far as three miles away from the tanker. Uh, more than two thousand bats excuse me more than two hundred bats have lost their lives to southern Australia's ongoing heat wave as temperatures rose to a hundred and eleven and a half degrees Fahrenheit. that's forty four point two degrees Celsius in Campbelltown in the Australian state of New South Wales a colony of flying fox bats that lives near the town's train station felt the effects volunteers struggled to rescue the heat-stricken bats according to the uh, local newspaper, but at least 200 of the animals, mostly babies, died. They basically boil in the heat. It affects their brain. Their brain just fries and they become incoherent and fall from the sky. Uh, Regular fish consumption has been shown to improve cognition. It's also been known to help with sleep. A new study connects all three for the first time. The team found that children who eat fish at least once a week sleep better and have higher IQs by an average of four whole points. And they'll need that high IQ to understand this number. M77232917 cannot be divided up without using fractions. It won't break into integers no matter what other factors, large or small, someone divides it by. It is a prime number and it is the largest one ever discovered. How big is this number? A full 23 million 249 425 digits long nearly 1 million digits longer than the previous record holder if someone started writing it down 1,000 digits a day today they would finish on September 19th 2081 people according to some you know basic math
1: but you might not reach 81 you know because we'll be drowning by then here in New Still, York, we'll be underwater.
0: Just the whole concept that there's a number that big that can't be divided by any other number—it's really, it's really interesting.
1: But How this is magical. a show about this is a show about the Earth and, and social justice. What, what, we what, don't what, know that this prime fascination numbers, with this number. What what, what where, where prime
0: numbers could be the source of you know sexual magic? For all I know, we don't understand numbers. We don't understand math. We don't understand the beautiful geometries of life. We don't understand any of this. You know that
1: the inscrutability of nature.
0: And you can tell that I'm a little beat up, right? Can you tell? Can you tell that I'm
1: Large police people have been shoving you across public space.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Amen. Is that the news? Are we at the end of the news? Hallelujah. Thank you, Savitri D. Amen.
0: I will say at yesterday's action downtown, uh, you know, all the phone footage, again the camera footage it it helps it helps i was at police i was at the precinct the seventh precinct where 18 people uh were being held um, miraculously i was not among them and um uh, at one point patrick lynch the head of the police uh union marched up in his bright blue suit what? with his hunter he, hon- he came because there was uh claims of excessive force yesterday um because people were put in chokehold, people were thrown against cars and thrown to the ground. So, you know, he's the head of the police union. He comes whenever there's that that claim is made, right? And I have to tell you, the chill that went down my spine when he walked up. But you know, we're activists here at the Church of Stop Shopping. We like to talk about activist tools. So I'm going to talk briefly about police. Um, and jail support. So 18 people arrested, we camped out as if we were all in jail all day. And this is an important thing to do for people when they're arrested. You just wait for them to get out. You just wait. And when they come out, you're there with them, for them. It's important.
1: If there's a way to get a message through to the people that you are waiting, they need to know that they're not alone.
0: It's very isolating there in jail. So this is how we met Robbie actually. We, the first time we, we met Robbie, we were standing outside the Varick Street Detention Center almost 10 years ago, eight years ago. I think I was pregnant at the time. Uh, and we were singing and shouting as loud as we could so that the people being held inside the detention facility could hear us. And they knew that there were people, New Yorkers, humans,
1: and Was Robbie supporting in, them.
0: Ravi was outside with us. He was with us on the sidewalk. And he himself had been released just very recently from detention, and
1: he told us that yeah, they can hear you.
0: Yeah, and he, uh, you know, he was very delicate at the time because he had just been in prison for two years, two and a half he years. He wasn't
1: supposed to be talking to us.
0: I don't think that mattered. I think he was just delicate. I think he was hurt. Prison hurts. Jail hurts.
1: But the surveillance cameras all over those detention center uh, sidewalks, and um, his speaking to local activists courageous may not be you know he hit the ground the right running
0: he came out of detention and he became an organizer and he has worked tirelessly in the eight years since he was unafraid
1: to, to talk to every kind of New Yorker he, he organized
0: he, just, he he he, he uh, pastored to people he helped families he helped children he helped mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters he introduced us to so many wonderful people uh, he 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 really is a leader of the of the immigrant immigrant movement and he and he has united people who who wouldn't normally be together radical activists like ourselves working inside the institution of 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 faith groups inside of churches which you know requires me to be more obedient than I usually want to be <laughs> um I'll do <laughs> Good that for you. I'll do that because ravi asks me to and he has that uh he has, has that, that leader authority yes, yes, yes he does
1: well i uh, some of you might as a result of hearing this podcast today you might go to uh the um, new sanctuary coalition website or to uh, to our website uh facebook dot com slash rev billy and and um, receive some of his some of his uh uh his his statements and feel his impact and see pictures of the man he's a he's a would you call him a gentle giant in a pork pie pork pie hat with a mm-hmm. with uh, white hair uh, 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 from Trinidad? A beautiful man, uh,
0: a beautiful man,
1: physica- physically an imposing creature. I think. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, did I interrupt you? No, Amen. No, no, no. We're gonna no. we're gonna play now a, a speech. Uh, of course, he's in the bass section of the Stop Shopping Choir. Uh, he brought onto the stage at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater twenty two undocumented folks. Uh, and that was, there they were, kids, grandparents. This is uh, from
0: about a month ago. Here's Ravi uh, speaking to the crowd there at Joe's Pub.
1: First thing you know about immigration law is racist. Yes. Yes.
2: And if it's racist, who here wants to stand up and uphold that law? Yes. No one should be standing up and uphold that law Instead, you need to destroy and break it and remove it. But the system is now created to destroy us, immigrants. When, we, when they detain us, it is meant to break our spirits. It is meant to destroy us, our soul. There's There are guys who would come to me and say, Ravi, I don't know if I deserve to be helped. How can you hear someone, an adult with children, say to you, I don't know if I deserve to be helped? It's destroying us. Our women are being detained. Our men are being detained. Our children are being detained. We have toddlers in jail. What? Toddlers in jail right now.
0: What was that last phrase? Toddlers. It, we have toddlers, toddlers in, in jail. jail.
1: Uh, now, we can't, we can't put this on our... Um, we can't post this on our, on our website, can we? Because the undocumented people on stage shouldn't be... We would be giving ice evidence if we,
0: right? The video, obviously, we can't. Um, No,
1: that's Ravi, who's in in uh, detention now. Uh, They say that he can't be deported from the United States for at least two weeks because um, they've served a uh, hab hab how do you pronounce it habeas corpus, habeas habeas. There it is, habeas corpus. And uh, I think that the the requirement is that the person on whose behalf uh, the habeas corpus is being served. Must be there in. I person. think that's what
0: that means. Half to body, right? Habeas corpus. Half to body. In body. Must
1: be embodied. Yeah. Amen. I feel like yesterday at the protest, I pulled my habeas corpus. <laughs> a lot of pain. Right oh, Listen, there it is over I, there. It's, I found it's, it's your sticking habeas out of your corpus.
0: Caught your habeas corpus in my bag. You know that's funny because this morning I reached into my bag and you know what I found? A mouse. I'm not joking.
1: A mouse in your briefcase. <laughs> there
0: was a mouse in my bag, dead. And I, 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 you know, I, I'll throw down, not throw down, excuse my language. I will uh, engage bodily with 50 NYPD, but a mouse in my bag, I was
1: moaning. I think we've lost our vegan audience. <laughs> <laughs> they just all turn their How computers off. How did it get in
0: there? What was it doing? And what <laughs> if I'd opened my bag on the subway yesterday and it would been alive and jumped out?
1: <laughs> just show some compassion for the vegan audience, the potential demographic. Yes, I... Uh, as uh, reverting to the role of like a 1950s husband i took the mouse outside away from my hy- hysterical wife
0: actually my 7-year-old daughter our 7-year-old daughter came with a big sort of colander spoon from the kitchen a slotted spoon and said i'll get it mommy and she put the spoon in the bag and like and i'm standing there moaning ah, 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 ah. and she he took the mouse. Then she kept walking towards me with it and I was shouting at her get away from me, get away from me, get away from me.
1: Let's segue somehow to Love at the Gate. Uh, this is our song that um, the, the Puerto Ricans and the Dominicans and the, the people from South America and so forth in our in our choir sing in, in the uh, open with the um, the Spanish version and then we all come in, all 35 of us Come in and finish the song. It's our it's our immigrant. It's our new American song. But I,
0: I definitely wrote these words for Robbie.
1: Sing to Robbie and Sarah, please extend our love to the People Seeking Sanctuary. Love at the gates. <laughs>
0: Someplace too small, someplace there's a war on, someplace is a catastrophe, someplace capital, K, 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 killing it. This is a song about justice, love at the gate, that's the sound of justice.
1: And it's not just the love that we as people inside the United States want to feel towards people trying to get in, but it's also, it's also the idea, just the opposite idea of it. They have they have a love of us. And they well, that's often the case. They're trying to, to join loved ones often.
0: We got to the live.
1: Love, the love goes both ways.
0: We got to live. We got to live. Somehow, some way. Everyone's got to live. And we all need somewhere to live.
1: And we've got to dedicate ourselves to crossing borders. No nation, no deportation. That's that's a chant that we entered into yesterday the sanctity of the nation has been so violated by Trump and and his like that we're actually calling into question what is the nation it can't be just the defense of of some imagined racial purity or business economic purity uh, to the exclusion of people who are helpless there needs to be a flow of all life across ecosystems we're radical that way amen we're radical that way
0: that's right and that brings us to this week's uh, endangered animal extinction's got talent people the cactus ferruginous pygmy owl of the sonoran desert and the southwest of the united states of america They are one of three subspecies of the ferruginous pygmy owl. They have longer tails than most owls, are reddish-brown with a cream-colored belly, and have a crown that is lightly streaked. Cactus ferruginous pygmy owls have yellow eyes and no ear tufts. They are about the size of your hand. Tiny. They live in the desert habitat of southern Arizona and the southwestern United States and northwestern Mexico. They live at elevations below 4,000 feet. They prefer desert scrub thickets, trees, and large cacti for nesting and roosting. In the Sonoran Desert, the owl often lives where ironwood, mesquite, acacia, segoro, and organ pipe cacti can be found. They mainly eat small birds, lizards, insects, small mammals, frogs, and earthworms. They are threatened by habitat loss. That's it. Habitat loss.
1: The cactus ferruginous pygmy owl. That was the cactus ferruginous pygmy owl.
0: Just a tiny little creature, just the size of your palm. Four and
1: a half inches high.
0: Oh, darling Making thing. those
1: peeping sounds. And that is from the Sonoran Desert, which is a desert that our, our new American uh, friends cross.
0: And our original American friends
1: cross. And the, <laughs> the original Americans that were, were already there, who we crossed, That's right. Amen. And
0: just as an aside, the the owl is my spirit animal, so this is like my junior spirit animal.
1: That's why uh, this (laughs) morning when you got up, you were looking straight down your back. I was. That's
0: right. That's why I turned my head. Your head was completely turned
1: around. Wow. Amen. I'm learning things about my wife on a constant basis here. Praise be. We have. um, We have come to the microphones this morning, just a few hours after a full-scale battle with uh, local police, no bullets were fired. Maybe I should pull back from that phrase, full-scale. Uh, it wasn't, um, as, as we know, we have, we have brothers and sisters who are, are being fired upon around the world. This had just a little bit of civility, but not enough to keep the police from choking us, throwing us to the ground, uh, and so forth. The, um, the fact is that, that our local police need to be, to be uh, instructed that our tax money doesn't go to kicking people out of our country illegally. Uh, we are declared, right now we're watching a division in the, in, the, in the political reality of New York City. We're supposedly a sanctuary city, but we're cooperating to some extent with the Immigration Corrections Enforcement, ICE, who uh, pluck people from the courts, from their hospital beds, uh, from the sidewalks, in front of their, in, in front of their um, obviously horrified children. Um, uh, so we have, we have a, a kind of uh, contradiction going on right now. We have to clear it up. If, if I'm if I'm paying taxes for your for your uh, for your for your salary um, you can't be kicking people illegally out of this country you can't be obeying the real estate mogul thug clown named Donald Trump and we're gonna work on this right amen
0: yes we
1: are and this is the earth wants you talking to you from New York City Salvatry D, Reverend Billy, your hosts. This is a project of the Church of Stop Shopping. I want to thank our engineer figure, Killian Sunderman.
0: And remind our listeners, please rate and review the show and spread it around. We rely on word of mouth. Thanks for listening today. Earthalouya.
1: Welcome, children. This is The Earth Wants You. And I'm Reverend Billy with your co-host, Savitri D. In our show, we bring humor and music to the apocalypse. We're here every week. Rate and review us. And most important, talk to us. Contact us. Tell us what's on your mind. Amen.